Greetings to all that are listening. I do greet you in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God. And to those that are listening and to those that have tuned in, it is definitely a pleasure to be back again with you all. And in this particular segment, I want to discuss undermining the power of the cross. Now, truthfully, and if we're being honest here, coming up and many others can relate as well, I thought that I could earn my own salvation. And though it may sound blasphemous to religious people who don't have an understanding, you'd be surprised how many ignorantly believe that they aren't trying to earn their salvation when, truthfully, they're trying to earn their salvation. And the teaching that many of us came up under is that Jesus was half man, half God. Uh, he went to the cross, he died, he rose again, now live holy or burn forever. And because of the insignificance of the cross that is oftentimes preached, I used to operate out of a religious spirit because I never understood the significance of the man Christ Jesus and because I was focusing more on my own self-righteousness than the righteousness that is in Christ Jesus. We need to understand that what Jesus Christ accomplished for us was not just an easy mission for him. And that is how it is oftentimes preached, right? I want you to understand that um, what Jesus Christ, what he displayed on the cross, his love that he showed to us, all of the power and all of the glory and all of the majesty that belongs to Christ Jesus, that he came and displayed humility for us by going to the cross and humbling himself until death to die for a nation, for a world that despises him and hates him. You see, this world hates Jesus Christ, but scripture tells us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So even though when Jesus Christ died for us, we were sinners, he still had a remnant out here that he would call because his sheep hears his voice that would come to him and turn to him. But the truth is that back again, even now today, when we undermine what he did and like we just make it of no big deal because of, you know, uh, what he did was just uh, he went, he died and he rose again. OK, now it's on us, you know, to try and earn our way into the kingdom of God. We have to realize that all that Jesus Christ went through in terms of uh, the man Christ Jesus being tempted in all points like we are. Uh, uh, the man Christ Jesus surrendering his will to please his father and not himself. The man Christ Jesus praying so earnestly and being in agony that the gospel writer Luke even stated that his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. You see, they spit on him and mocked him and condemned him to death. And God made Jesus to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So I want the people of God truly to uh, gain an understanding and a comprehension of the love of the Father, which was displayed by him sending his Son, as well as an understanding of the love of his Son, Jesus Christ, towards us, which was exhibited when he went to the cross for us. The Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 states, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me, and gave himself for me. Now, in order to understand the power of the cross, we have to understand what is a sinner. 
And that also goes back to understanding why we need Jesus Christ, because you need to understand what a sinner is and what a sinner deserves before you can actually understand why we need Jesus Christ and the power of the cross. So a sinner is a person who transgresses against the most high God's laws and commands by committing an immoral act or acts. And coincidentally, the wages of sin or the wages of transgressing against Yah's divine law is death. So when we attempt to alter the gospel's narrative by preaching that we should trust in our own self-righteousness, we will be judged according to our own self-righteousness. However, if our faith is in Jesus Christ, our advocate and mediator, we will be judged according to what he did, which was his sinless life and his redemption for mankind at the cross. Let me drop some knowledge on the body of Christ. So follow me to Leviticus chapter 17 and verse 11. It states, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. I want you to read that again, because I don't know if you read that right or if you were just skimming through. So let's read that again. It says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. So we understand that the life of the flesh is in the blood, and we have to understand that it is an abomination to the Most High to eat or drink blood. Why? Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. So now we see Jesus Christ and the sinless life that he lived is in the flesh, it's in his blood, and his blood is what makes an atonement for our soul. Glory to God. First John chapter one in that verse seven states, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. John didn't say some, but he said all because of Jesus Christ's sinless life and the life that he lived that is in his blood. And it's Jesus Christ's blood that cleans us. That is what justifies us. What he did in his flesh, his death and his resurrection. As a believer, our faith must fully be in what the son of God, Jesus Christ accomplished, fulfilled, and most importantly, finished. The Hebrew writer would also state, in Hebrews chapter 10 and at verse 19, having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. So now that we understand that it is by the blood of Jesus Christ that we have access to the father by the life that Christ lived and Christ's blood is what atones for us. So we have access to the father through Christ. It is through the faith that is in Christ Jesus that we are justified and not in our own selves. It is through the life that he lived that is in his blood that covers us, that cleans us, that justifies us. Though we understand that it is through the faith that is in Christ Jesus that we are justified and not by our own works. You see, many may take this teaching as a license to sin. And unfortunately, ministers have taken this and created unbiblical doctrines such as once save, always save. And I love to break this down on a future segment, why this is a false doctrine. But right now, I really want to stay in tune with why um, or what is actually plaguing many believers right now with them thinking that they could earn their salvation with what they could do. If one believes that by their own righteousness and the way that they live their life is what is saving them, then they're living in a lie and a complete deception. It is only through the belief in God's only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that we are justified and granted access to God. We have a high priest and advocate because God gave that to us. You see, the prophet Isaiah even stated in his writings, 
that our works are as filthy as dirty rags. And as a believer, we must realize that God reconciled us back to himself through Jesus Christ. And since he that called us is holy, we are to respond to the gospel in obedience and let God conform us into the image of his son. Obedience comes along with faith. So when you come into the faith that is in Christ Jesus, God calls you to be holy because God is calling you to bring forth fruit. God is not calling you into faith into his son so then you can continue living your wicked lifestyle. That's not what the gospel is saying. God is giving you um God is giving you permission through Christ Jesus to have a relationship with him. It is through the obedience that Christ displayed to the Father that we are able to get into the holies of holies because Christ lived that perfect life. And now when we come into fellowship with the Son, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ will begin to do a work in us because that is what it is all about. Learning more about who Jesus Christ is and what he did for us. We owe him our life. And it is just a relief knowing that what Jesus Christ did for us, it is just a breather just to know that by what the man Christ Jesus accomplished for us, we are able to have eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. As believers, again, we need to understand the power of the cross and the faithfulness displayed by God when he raised his son from the dead for our justification. And through Christ, we have salvation. And the apostle Paul said it best in Ephesians chapter two, verses eight through nine. He said, for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man shall boast. You see, as a believer, you can't boast in your works. That's clown behavior. You're a fool. If you're going out there and boasting and, uh, oh man, I've been abstaining from fornication for 30 years. I know I got to make it into the kingdom of heaven or I haven't smoked weed in 10 years. I got to make it into, oh man, I haven't listened to rap music in three years. I got to make it into the kingdom of heaven, man. I mean, man, like that's dope. But at the end of the day, the only thing that you should be boasting in is the cross of Jesus Christ, our Lord. What do I look like boasting in my flesh? You know, Christ freed me from many things, but I can't boast in me abstaining from sin. You know, like that's a great thing, but it's not even through my power that I'm abstaining. It's through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I only boast in the cross of Christ Jesus, my Lord, because it's only by what he did on that cross that I'm able to get into the holies of holies. It's only through what he did on the cross that I'm able to have a relationship with the Most High God. It's only through what he did on the cross that I'm able to um, have eternal life. It's only through what he did that I can have peace. Because trust me, back when I was trying to earn my salvation, and though I never saw it like that, but once that burden was taken off, and once God revealed his son in me, and once he revealed Jesus Christ in my heart, that's when I finally realized that it's only through Christ Jesus, man, that I have redemption. He set me free. He set me free from captivity. And that's what he wants to do to you. He wants to give you peace. Jesus Christ said that peace I leave with you and my peace that I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give out unto you. So the peace that Jesus Christ will give you is not the peace of this world. That's the reason why many of you guys claim to be in Christ, but yet you don't have peace. You're tired. You're always angry. Though you claim to be following Christ, you have no peace. And let me tell you why. The reason is because you need to come into the faith of the Son of God. You need to understand 
that is only through obedience and faith in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, that you can get that peace through following him and letting him do a work in you. Jesus Christ is willing to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and sanctify you and separate you from this world. But you must be willing to let him do that work in you because you cannot change yourself because that will be vain and you will fail. If you're trying to live holy on your own, you'll fail and you won't have peace. But it's through the Holy Spirit that will bear the fruit through you. You cannot bear fruit on your own. It is only through Christ Jesus. You see, in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 9, Paul stated that God has called us into fellowship with his son. You see, Yah does not want us to put on a religious costume and just pretend that we are holier than thou. The Most High desires to reveal his son in your heart so that that way you can understand what Christ did at the cross. The Most High desires for you to have that peace that comes with the faith in the Son of God because no matter what you do, it will never be enough nor come close to what Jesus Christ finished at the cross. And let me explain. Sometimes when we spend a lot of time listening to many different voices, many times what these guys are preaching, and look, I believe in holiness. Holiness is right. Without holiness, no man will see the Lord. But when you begin to start idolizing what you're doing for Christ, you see, Paul always, um, like in some epistles, Paul called himself a prisoner of Christ Jesus, a bond servant. We're prisoners to him. We owe him our life. So by us doing these works, don't do it thinking that, man, by me doing this, man, like I'm doing him some sort of favor, man, and he better give me eternal life. Nah, bro, or nah, sis, you're indebted to him. You owe him your life. And what you're doing right now in your flesh is literally the least that you could do. That's minimal compared to what he accomplished for you at the cross. You see, Romans 4, 5, and let's go there. Let's get into the book. So Romans chapter 4 and at verse 5, it says, all right, and let's actually start at verse 4. So Romans chapter 4, verses uh, 4 through 5, it says, Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. At verse 5, But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. You see, it states that Christ justifies the ungodly. The ungodly. We already went over what a sinner is. So now that you understand it is only through Christ that justifies you. You cannot go around having that perception that it is through your vain deeds and works that you're being justified. You can go ahead and try to put on some sort of makeup try to make it seem like you're holier than thou but deep down you're a wicked person why because you're flesh you are flesh paul he would even go on to say oh wretched man that i am right but it is only through christ that can change your heart it is only through him that can heal you and redeem you only if you can extend your hand and surrender and submit to what he did open up your heart and let jesus christ in scripture says that he stands at the door and he knocks and the question is, will you let him in? Stop relying on your own self. Christ calls us to live holy, but you are not to idolize your works. The only thing that we boast in is Jesus Christ, our Lord, and that cross, man. I'm going to wrap up here. You know, um, I plan on releasing way more content. So to all those that are listening, thank you for listening and be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ.